selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursion? Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Celebrity Book Club Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore Your husband's gone and we've got books And a bottle of wine to kill It's Hollywood It's books It's gossip I'm shook It's memoirs It's martinis It's Studio 54 It's Celebrity Book Club Come read it while it's hot Celebrity Book Club Tell your secrets we won't talk Celebrity Book Club No boys are allowed Celebrity Book Club Say it loud and proud Celebrity Book Club Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo Hey, best friend uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to see you I'm so excited to see you Out there for my listeners, if I sound different It's because I'm recovering from a rock star bout of laryngitis. Nothing gives you laryngitis like a live podcast show. Performing at Music Hall of Williamsburg. It's just like you were so infected by the rock star energy of the space. That I became so Mariah Carey and like instantly was like, yeah. I need to go, I need and to you were lie down. Being so like, I'm smashing bottles, I'm breaking beers. Rock star. Yeah, I'm walk. I'm chewing glass. Yeah, I kept on chewing glass and spitting it out, and then chewing up again like a bird. And like everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like, are you gonna break a guitar? And you were like, "I'm gonna break this book." And you tried to break the book, and then it didn't break. But books don't break, and no one will take our books from our libraries. Hell yes. Trump, sir, you are on notice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dump him. <laughs> um. Today, we're going to be reading one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah, no, this one really floored me. It has been banned from libraries <laughs> because it's that it, controversial. Well, it kind of was banned from The Strand, as as I was mentioning to you when I tried to... First of all, this book was on, like, was waitlisted for months. Everyone wants it. It was impossible to get. I finally get this email, and it was just like, your book is available. And I, I, I run to The Strand. Mm. I drop my keys, push my boyfriend out of the way. Mo- Total New York moment. So You New say, York. what's that guy's problem? <laughs> I get to the strand. I'm trying to find the book. I'm trying to find the book. I get to the, they're like, okay, you know, they do this, this is very Byzantine sort of system over there. <laughs> it is. No, because you can't, which I love, you can't go on their website and like see what's in stock, but you can order stuff. Well, then you get an email saying it's in stock. And then you get there and you're showing one person the email at one of these many, many circulation desks. And they're like, okay, listen, you know, she types up something on the computer, pulls out a little sticker, hands you the sticker. Then she's like, you're going to need to go upstairs. So then you go to the second floor. You hand them their sticker. Someone's like, ooh, start scratching their head. They're like, all right, well, let's see if we can find it together. And you're like, okay, we're going to go. Together. Sp- it actually reminds me of the film Breakfast at Tiffany's. When they go to the library. Have you seen that famous film? You know I'm so, like, 
It's not, a little bit before my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, not NYU, that type of NYU that you caught it. <laughs> I just like kind of don't get the reference, but I know that it's Audrey Hepburn and people love her iconic They go to beauty. a library <laughs> in it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we can watch it on a stormy, summery night. Oh, that's a really good idea. I love a summer storm in an old movie. Yeah. Anyway, continue on with your story. It's crazy scintillating story. You're on the edge of your seat. So we, I get to the, I'm the second floor of Strand, and we're, we're scouring the books. And I'll just say, I was in the photography section. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> this is a book. I'm putting book in quotes. And I'm scanning, I'm scanning, I'm scanning, I'm scanning, I'm scanning. This woman's looking for it. I'm looking for it. And, you know, it's not a very big book. So it's kind of... It's easy. a slim. It's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> and just because it's a slim photography book, again, that doesn't mean... Doesn't mean it doesn't pack a punch. Yeah. Finally, it appears. Deus ex machina. <laughs> <laughs> this book reveals itself like, you know, like the letters on Hammurabi's tomb. And it's so funny that you found this book in a store full of books right. when the title of the book is, is called Find, Find It, it in, in Everything. Photographs by, by Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Now, if you don't know Drew Barrymore legendary actress. Childhood actress. You may know her from such films as E.T. E.T. Riding Cars with Boys. The um, Other Sister. Or no. That's Juliette Lewis. <laughs> Juliette Lewis. Okay, the way actually... you need to go to like basic girl film school. Um, I know we kind of do this at the end, but the about the author is, I'm just going to bang out the some of these lines. Um at the end of it, it goes, In addition, she recently launched the cosmetic line Flower Beauty. Her photography has appeared in fashion campaigns and magazines and has been exhibited at the International Center of Photography in New York City. She also makes wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, haven't seen the Flower Beauty line. Oh, you haven't? It's like literally in CVS. Oh, that's why. It's like much more just CBS. Oh, that's why. I'm not that down market. Well, as... I only buy <laughs> I only buy my foundation at, at Zito Mare. At the, at the Lancome counter, darling. <laughs> well, as you said today in your Gawker column, and, and, and check it out. Stephen, you know, like Eleanor Roosevelt, writes a column every month, um, is... And I'm sure across our great nation, everyone feels this is everything in Rite Aid to Dwayne Reed is <laughs> locked, locked up, up, is padded up. It's like codes and then you have to weigh down a guy and then and then I, you get to the choosing decision. Well, right. And I think it's so awkward to call someone over and then have them sit there and hover over you as you're trying to decide. And there's this panic sets in and it's so humiliating for everyone. And so I just, I wanted to avoid that. So I didn't call someone over. And as I mentioned, the call me only toothpaste that was available was the right aid generic version of Tom's natural that's toothpaste. That's why I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because like, <laughs> to, the, the fact that they're making generic Tom's, it's like the whole point of Tom's is that it's of Maine. Right. It's like, it's you just, can't be like generic just, of Maine. It's just like <laughs> Tom's like of New Mass. Hampshire. Path, yeah. like, just like packing facility. Tom's of Fall River Mass. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's uh, local. Uh, it's made I mean, sure with it's... Wrigley's gum <laughs> melted. I'm sure it's melted Wrigley's from China. And, and it's like, and the taste is so often weird because it doesn't taste like Tom's. But it doesn't taste like toothpaste. You can imagine my ass hated Tom's as a kid. And my parents were always pushing Tom's because they were so bread and circus and like natural peanut butter no, and total. That. And I would just be like, I hate Tom's. I want Crest. I want Crest. Tom sucks. And that's why you're cool. And that's why we are like such a yin and yang. Because like growing up, I knew that you weren't like the other like Cambridge losers <laughs> who were so like mom's giving them Cheerios. And like even when your mom did give you Cheerios, we were like, Spitting fuck this. I want Hot Pockets. And like my parents were just buying me so many Hot Pockets. But secretly, I yearned to be at a salon, at an intellectual <laughs> Canterburyian salon. Exactly. It's like, you know, your home, the Hot Pocket Vanilla Coke is a refuge for me. Okay. <laughs> and then when you came the in. The sanctuary of Vanilla Coke. And then when you came into my condo, fridge full of tribe hummus, and that's about it. Um, you were like, this like is where... separated peanut butter. Oh, yeah, like full half oil, full, <laughs> and you know, whole wheat bread, you said. And the books, mm. 
you said this is where intellects live, conversation, yes. politics, oh. art, semiotics. Oh, religion, sexuality. I mean, the way my parents never discussed religion and sexuality at the dinner table. Oh, it's a crime, and we're going to change that <laughs> today. This, today. But, okay, to the Anyway, book, the toothpaste is gross. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I bet it is. Um, this book is unreal. It's about, um, it's blurry photos that Drew Barrymore has taken with her iPhone 4 of hearts. And so the hearts thing was a a plot twist to me. Like when we actually got that book, I didn't realize <laughs> that it had that, was that conceptually rigorous. Thematic, yeah. I thought it was just like photos that Drew took. But it's actually just photos of like heart-shaped things that naturally occur in the world around her. For example, you know, the easiest one I would say that is in there is the latte. Yes. Because that's almost actually not so naturally occurring, I find, in her thesis. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, there's some other ones in here that are fully just like intentional hearts. I would (laughs) put them in a category of intentional hearts. And I guess that's what I would love to discuss with you discuss with you in photography is building a scene yeah um i had a huge photography practice in high school right which, you were so pinhole dark room dark room and i feel like high school is high photography should stop i think photography is best and worst in high school and most people sh- it should just stop in high school it's a high I, school moment let's just get into photography let's, yeah, let, let's, let's just let's, let's just go. blow the doors open okay. right now i think that first of all photography is the most boring thing you can major in if you go to art school and college but it's the it's what opens it up and as we know i went to if you're a listener a very progressive artsy high school so i was taking pinhole photo photo right. one photo two pinhole photo rocked my freaking world um, and it was punk and it was weird. It's punk. You get an old, uh, you know, oatmeal container. You put photo paper in there. You put a pin in it. And then I would, very Drew, set up scenes. I remember um, this actually made it into kind of the best of like Mod 3 art show. Um, I put Altoids on, I want to say, a piece of celery so you were shooting a still life you were shooting like like you know yeah i would set up still lives for my pen well I don't, but she doesn't set any still i mean like she, her whole thing is everything is found everything is natural. well that's what i want to talk to you about is like you, do you think, think that there's some, some that stuff a little bit staged yeah like this chili this beautiful photo of chili flakes um you think she arranged them in art i think she did also, because some of them are like, there's one, there's like a door where it's like, there's a heart-shaped carved in a wooden door. And it's kind of like, yes. that's a human made that carving. Or like, she fans like a little like heart that someone drew on like a bench or something. <laughs> I just flipped up into a page that's a black cup of coffee with a flower bubble. Oh, no, sorry. It's a tea string. Yeah. My so morning. It's tea. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, actually, so it's like, actually tea. Because I was actually shocked. I was like, the latte? And I was like, Drew drinks black coffee that doesn't add up. And then you were like, oh, no, wait. No, it's 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 black coffee with a tea bag in it. <laughs> that was huge for me in, my, in the discourse of this book. And it says, my morning cup told me it was going to be a good day. Mm. I love that. I love that so much. Well, it also kind of, when I read that, I thought, you know, the morning is such a, like, it has so much purchase in, like, you know, the public imagination and in, like, the history of art and the history of politics. And, like, we always think of the morning yes. as the cup of coffee. But And there's so many stereotypes about morning. <laughs> right. And and yet, I do feel like the morning, at least in my life, is gone. Like, and because, like, <laughs> or at least that moment of morning. Even if I do, I go to the coffee shop, I get my iced coffee, Sorry, I come I, back. Tears like, are streaming down my face. <laughs> I make the, breakfast. Like, yeah. I, every day I, I, I tend to make, like, granola and yogurt and some fruit or something. But I don't have, like... That moment where you're like, it's morning, like with the paper and you're sitting because it's like phone and computer and like everything. Although actually, you know what? Maybe I take this back because I do listen to WMYC and that does like signal yeah, morning I feel to like me. Brian Lair is kind of is morning. Morning to you. Okay. And you are being tea. I, do I guess. Have a routine. But I never feel like I'm approaching the day with a sense of calm and like, you know, re- Kind of, kind of like re- well, for, reorganization. For me, isn't that actually what more, and this is the stereotype about mornings, I thrive on not entering the morning with a state of calm because like I want to be Dunkin' Donuts car, nail polish, yes. late, late, 10 outfits, 10 hours, like Aniston, blasting music, boots, Jamie James Decker, yes, yeah. big portfolio. Yeah, big portfolio, you're spilling your 
like coffee on the portfolio and you're like, God damn, damn it. it. This day is fucked. Right. And you're swinging into it, Azara, like on the way to work. <laughs> Three hours later, <laughs> it's 5 p.m. Um, right. And that's always and that's like a fun fantasy to to get into. I think there well. have been a few times in my life, you know, when you wake up early enough that you're not tired. Yep. And that and you like do the full meal and I'm doing like a fried egg. Mm. And I'm finding a heart. Good protein. <laughs> really good protein. You're seeing a heart in the oil streak on the cast iron pan. And you say, today's going to be a good day. Today's going to be a good day. I want to do, just to circle back on our photography conversation for a second. Let's here. keep going. Yeah. I find, so first of all, I find a lot of fine art photography to be unbelievably boring. I think that like typically when you go to a photography show at a museum or like a gallery show or like a friend who's a photographer, it's very like it's always like celebrity portraiture or cityscapes or like and and like it's just like congrats you took a pick of a building. Congrats you took a pick of a person. And I'm kind of like, I guess you did a good job taking the pick, but there's like so little concept or like artfulness behind it. Like and I'm not because I'm not talking about like Cindy Sherman, like whatever. Okay, then it's like you're doing a costume, you're doing a thing, and like photography is just part general, of the yes. medium. But just like so much of general fine art photography is shockingly boring. I'm totally with you, and that's why I will say with the high school stuff is like I feel like people are so raw and embarrassing in high school photography that I am just like go back to it in this way where it's like high school photography is always like a girl's um, fishnet, like tattered black and white. It's so fun to see every generation. And I rediscover so, like, like fishnets and like fishnets, graffiti, yeah. <laughs> old buildings, yeah. old signs. And I like find that high school photo student in myself, like literally like passing kind of an old building with an old sign yeah. and being like, fuck, I wish I had a black and white Nikon with me. And you tell yourself, well, you're too old for that. Well, Grow okay. up. But this is okay. But this is another point which I think is like so. All like cool photography is always, always urban decay. It's, it it is, is never it not. It is always like a like an old couch in a parking lot. It's, it's yeah, always no. an, a, an abandoned mall. It's a closed down mall. It's a closed down like old Roy Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's an old man outside of a VFW hall. Old yeah. man photography. Oh, God. It's just like, congrats, he's old. It's just like, I mean, that, I mean, to me, it's exploitative. I'm sorry. It's like, oh, you think it's so interesting that he's old and he has a hunch. A tattered American flag on a fence, like, with <laughs> trash near it. Now, did you take any photo classes? I think I took one photo class because I do remember being in the dark room and, like, doing some shots here and there. I don't think I was ever that inspired yeah, by it. My sister was a huge photo, and I was the muse. Mm-hmm. And we did this photo shoot that the BBNN photo teacher was honestly, I think, turned on by where I was in. And this is also huge category of photography. I was in a totally ridiculous 80s prom dress, but looking sad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get that? It's two Americas. Right. (laughs) You know, it's these dresses we box women into with the shiny and the taffeta. What's going on underneath? She's actually sad. I mean, that's very like I feel like the New York Times magazine is always still doing photography like this. Yes, just like like some train. It's train or it's always like a gymnasium or something, and it's just like someone's kind of glam but sad. Glam but sad. And Drew really um, her photography does not, I think, fall into any of the categories that we were just ragging no. on. And it's so brave of her to it's, be that famous and be like it's extremely calendar, like CVS calendar quality like in the coloring and the cropping like this photo of someone feeding a heart-shaped kibble to a cat that's just like pretty blurry pretty yeah i first note on here was just blurry photos okay this photo with the like this is giving lines, more, this high, is school more college. high school college photo yeah like a little bit urban decay thing where it's like people also love like i think southern california like oh aesthetic d- is very during the day yes. empty california ranch house yes. during the day yes. dark in the house yes yes <laughs> Um, very that show with blinds. Laura Dern, blinds shut, big eighties blinds, a dentist office. 
Photographers love blinds and curtains <laughs> because it's all about like light. light. And it's light coming in and it's like, what does the light mean? And like, who controls the light? And like, it's a window to be seen. It's like the idea of being seen. And like every artist statement, like out of photography show is always just like, she plays with the concept of like what the view, it means to be the viewer. And like what an, Im- <laughs> no, how yeah, an image so you're like, well, that's at. what photography you're is. Like, so like, like it's the an, viewer. So it's an image. <laughs> Okay, this one is really interesting. It's two actually gorgeous pancakes. And I will say Drew is a celebrity who eats carbs. There's bagels and pancakes yes. in this book. And chili flakes, supposedly, I'm thinking, for a pasta or a pizza party she's having. Anyway, so she has this photo of pancakes, though. And she writes, I made these for my... And there's hearts in the pancakes. And they look like num-num, too. And let's just say the heart is like... It, it, this is an accidental heart to me. Like this <laughs> yes, is the, total accidental. The, the batter kind of like formed, clumped in one area of the pancake into a heart shape. Just for our just for our listeners out there who can't look at this book, which is everyone. Um, and it's kind of on a gorgeous, I would say, almost Sardinian plate. I, I love blue, like, watercolor paint on a on white ceramic white. paint. Yeah, stunning. I'll note that for your registry. (laughs) Ah, Please do. Please do. And she writes that she's making these from her husband, who she's now divorced from. Divorced from. Yeah. So she divorced her last. And I'm always getting her and like Kate Hudson confused. Yeah. They both have like three husbands and Reese Witherspoon and they all like married one of their agents at one point. Yes. But they're all like, I'm on the most amazing terms with all. All of my children's fathers. Father, yeah. Will Copelman, as I want to say. That's the Drew one. That's Drew's. Yeah. And he is like the heir to Lancome. Oh, I wait, wanna... I saw that. Oh, and okay, that's why she is makeup blind. I mean, also, she's a celebrity. She is a celebrity <laughs> yeah. in many ways. He is like a Lancome heir, and then he married like this girl who is so much more of Kristen and like younger and blonder and thinner. Oh. And she is, but she's also like the head of like British Vogue or something. Like she has some job that like girls would feel intimidated by. And Drew was like posting photos of them, like I think on their wedding, just like, and I'm so happy for you I've guys. I've never been more happy. Yeah. So kudos to her for taking the high road, but. I'm sure deep down she's annoyed. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed for her. I'm just like, fuck this bitch. Fuck this, like, st- up, like, stuck up fucking. And did you bitch. watch? I don't know if you're such a Drew Day Drew head. Did you watch like when she had Tom Green on? No. And like it was so insane, and it was like the first time they've talked in twenty years. Oh, sounds really awkward. Yeah, but I was like also rooting because I'm also such a Tom Green head. I was like, you want really, them to get back I want together. Them to get back together. You were, want... but you weren't seeing the sparks fly. Uh, I feel like he would be down and she was being like, you're so hilarious and people don't know how freaking funny you are, Tom. She was really putting him in like a funny friend space. Yes. Friend zoning him. Yeah. Hard. Funny zone. (laughs) The funny zone. We're calling the funny zone. Wait, that's our separate podcast about like dating comedians. (laughs) Oh, that were like where we interview couples who are comedians or about just like dating other comedians. No, I think it's more like comedians dating. I mean, there must be 35,000 podcasts about that. But let's fill the market. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. 
Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. Um, so she's single. There's another amazing photo where it's of tuna. <laughs> oh, wait, the tuna steak? It, and it's literally, I'm sorry. Do you want to read this caption? Because it's, it, again, defines all, our favorite type of language. There's a, there's a photo of like tuna steaks that looks pretty unappetizing. And I think this is probably yeah. her photography, the like low light, like blur. I would say I bet the tuna... It, it's not is it, better than yeah I think the color is probably a lot more saturated in person like it's giving a very kind of faded color that's making me think like that's like the tuna that you see it associated that you're like you know what I'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't need to make associated tuna steaks tonight okay here's the caption I was in a huge fish market my girlfriends and I were shopping for dinner I asked the man for tuna steaks and he replied which ones would you like I went to pick some out and everything turned technicolor. Because you saw the heart. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, you took the photo and actually everything turned a little bit gray. Everything <laughs> didn't get totally technicolor there, true. I also just want to get back and talk about this big fish market trip she had with her girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And Do you think that it was in a foreign country or do you think it was like Los Angeles's big fish I market? I was either like, okay, foreign country. They're in like. Sardinia. I keep on bringing up Sardinia, but like they're in Italy, Japan. I don't see them like cooking a meal and on their Japanese. Trip. No, you're right. They're going. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like I feel like we could. That's check. not a Tika like <laughs> let's cook dinner kind of trip. <laughs> like unless that what Japan drew- is where you go with your boyfriend. Yes. Your fi- wow. No, sorry, your fiance. fiance, and you post so so many, many photos. photos. And you're just being like, this This country was amazing and taught me so much. <laughs> I always feel like when people go to Japan with their lovers, cut to this being me in like two years. Well, there's always one lover that's like way more of a nerd and like a manga nerd. And love. Was that what you were about to say? Well, no, I was going to say, I was feeling, I'm like, are you guys talking or are you just like taking so many photos and like not talking? Yeah, I mean, definitely straight couples, as you know, I think are pretty much like <laughs> silent. Yeah, and they're like at the conveyor belt sushi thing, and yeah. then they're like at the store, and then they like are at like it's always this is how Japanese vacations go with couples. They do Tokyo, and it's like so much sushi and lights and karaoke, and then they go what to what looks like insanely expensive like resort in the country that they're taking like an amazing train to. Yeah, shout out. Triton systems. <laughs> yes. And they're like in robes, robes and like mats. And yeah. Like... <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a country element and a city element to the Japanese vacation of like straight American couples. <laughs> uh, but you were going to say, yeah, which is, you're saying that there's one way nerdier person in the couple. Yeah. And like, I feel like it's usually the guy. And then like <laughs> his girlfriend is there and she's just like, it was really cool like to see Matt like so engaged like at the comic book store. He never seems excited. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the trip that she takes with her girlfriends to the fish market, we're thinking that it maybe is in the Mediterranean or it's literally just a domestic fish market. Right, like it could literally be like Chelsea market. Yep. For a group, it's a, Also the group but of group, I'm like, that's actually kind of chaotic for a whole crew to go, like, is she being like, I can't, like, can you do a Drew impression? I'm trying. I can't, okay, the thing about a Drew impression <laughs> is, um, I, see, I feel like I'm now just doing a Chloe, Chloe Feynman, Feynman impression of a Drew impression because she's like have has such a like lock on that. Yeah. So it's a little bit just like we can't even do what's it. What's the point of even doing it? Okay. Um so but because she always has this kind of side out mouth of the thing. side of the, her mouth. Yeah. Mouth. Um very much. I mean, I've always wanted us to be so Bourdain and go to the Fulton fish market at like 4 a.m. 
Oh, yeah, and get the good stuff. Yeah, with the chefs, and you're getting, like, these razor clams. I'll tell you right now, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not a time of day that we operate at. Unless we're leaving the club. The club. Oh, hell like, yes. Yeah. And craving tuna. Uh, so. Yeah, I think it's vacation. It's it vacation. just seems weird to go with, if I, like, group chatted, everyone was like, meet me at Chelsea Fish Market. Yeah, but maybe I actually could see her doing that. If Anyone does so it, it's random. her. Because she's random. Right. If anyone's going to go domestically to a fish market. Because I do feel like if you're on vacation, like, is all six of you going to the fish market? No, like, two are going to the fish market. And, like, four of you are, like, still shopping. And, like, someone else is, like, at the beach. And it's, like... True. But to get there... into it, I think a group of girlfriends could be anywhere from three to six. A group could be as small as three. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they could be like, oh, my God, I heard about this amazing fish market. I want right. to see it. Well, you know I went to a fish market in Panama. I actually didn't know that. I thought I actually knew everything about your Panama trip. Oh, but... honey, we're, we're just kind of <laughs> yeah. cracking the surface of my Panama trip. <laughs> we went to this fish market, and it was very this thing where it was like some blog had said, like, it's incredible. Like, grab, pick your own fish, and then, like, some guy will cook it for you. And it's like, very you get there, and there are so many, like, barrels of fish, and it, like, is so blood and guts. But it's not very – it's kind of like the fish market's kind of closing and, like – it's not really such a, like, grab a fish and grill it. But then there's all of these places that are, like, know that tourists come here. So there's, like, tons of restaurants, like, right next to the fish market. Okay, because they know also it's, like, I'm sure the grab a fish and grill it happened to, like, one tourist. And it, right. you have to do that at 7 a.m. And right. they are, like, closing. And so they're kind of just, like, preying on you. And then there are so many girls, like, handing out menus. But then we found the place that was, like, the least, like, girl with tits having, handing out menus. <laughs> yeah. And it, like... Well, we're calling the restaurant <laughs> that's not girls with tits handing out menus. And actually, it was, like, one of the best meals we had the entire trip. Was that the clams you sent me? That was... Yes, the clams I sent okay. you. And then that little ceviche just, like, in a little styrofoam cup uh. with the little crackers. And it was just, like, so fucking cute and chill and low-key and just like a can of Valboa. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> Back to the photos a little bit. A lot of what one of my favorite ones was the light on my friend Robin's watch. Mm. That caption. Mm. And I forget if it was an app. No, it's pre-Apple watch. Yeah. The friend Robin to me feels I'm about to get divorced. To have a friend named Robin. Robin. I mean, you just na- hit the nail on the head, Lily. A friend named Robin <laughs> is what you have when you're about to get divorced. And that's the new, like, Katherine Keener movie yeah. I'm going to make. Yeah. My friend. My named, friend Robin. My friend Robin. <laughs> long shots. Yeah. Long conversation. Because Robin is the most just, like, supportive female who, like, Maybe has a husband, but is not like so into her husband. Like maybe Robin's single. Like Robin, I don't, could be a lesbian. Could be a lesbian. Like she could have kids, but all those things are kind of secondary to her identity. It's like friend, friend. Robin <laughs> is a friend. Robin first. is a friend first. <laughs> um. Okay. We also have. There's like a crumpled up straw wrapper. There's. Oh, you know what? Actually, is one of my favorites is the chicken uh, breast. And again, breaded. Yeah, because she's not Kristen Cavallari. Yeah, she's literally not Cavallari. She does Drew have Barrymore kids. Drew Barrymore is not Kristen uh, yeah. Cavallari. If that was a confusion for anyone, yeah. or Cameron, because I feel like Cameron is making like- Oh, she's very grilled chicken breast. Grilled chicken. She's not doing this panko no. schnitzel type of thing. No. And I love, oh, I fucking love a schnitzel. And yeah, I think that's what Drew is attempting here. And so the, the breasts are kind of connected and you two breasts together, bam, that's a heart. Um, and it's just... And are the breasts connected? In this, they do look like they're connected. Yeah, maybe like a split open when yeah. you open up a thick breast. Well, I've, you know, I've talked about spatchcocking before on this podcast. <laughs> and I haven't done it since because it was such an intimidating process, cutting the chicken with the scissors. But I'll, I'll admit this. I've also rarely, I think, tried to do it once. And I think of myself as such a cook, but spatchcocking does intimidate me. And I want to be vulnerable with our audience. But see, now here's one where it's like, this is a black and white photo of a white cat with a heart-shaped, like, pet tag. I was going to say dog tag, but I didn't want to miss. But it's a cat, and we are a cat pod, so. species it, but it's like, 
That's we, just a heart-shaped tag. You know what I mean? But she found that in everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like she didn't go to Petco and say, hey, can you like cut out this in a heart? Right. It just had a heart. Right. And she it wasn't just, staged. It also feels like that could be her cat. It could be her friend Robin's right. cat who's indoor and outdoor. Well, and this gets you know back to the found art conversation where it's like these are all – they aren't found photographs. They're curated <laughs> certainly and you know she took them. But it's like the art itself, these moments are found. Yes. They are found, found moments, moments um, which I do think is is art. That is just yeah. like, I saw this. No one else saw this. Moments are art. Yeah. Eyes of the camera. Eyes of the camera of the soul. And like this, you know, this gets back to like, you know, sunset culture, where it's just like, I do. Sunset <laughs> culture. Where to it, seeing sunsets? Well, yeah. And I, cause I do find that to be a little bit like, thanks. Like when people take, fo- I guess people taking photos of sunsets to me is I very hate- like. Yeah, that, that. it's the, it's the most that. lame it's thing like, in the world. Watch the sunset. Literally, it's gonna happen again tomorrow, and literally every day for and the rest also, of your life. Wake up, your photo is it never gonna be as good as your it's, eyes? It's never as good, and just like you know, unless I don't have my glasses on. Right. <laughs> and then yes, then you do want to. But glasses. it's like through the crown you heights, fa- dirty window. Yeah. And the thing is, that if you haven't photo. found anything. At least Drew Barrymore seen that little tag <laughs> on a cat. It's like okay, she found that. It's not the most complex or conceptual thing that she found but she found it but like the sunset you didn't find that it's there everyone can see the sunset (laughs) everyone can see the sunset you don't need to capture it thank you for i mean and again that also goes back to and i'm also guilty of this taking videos at concerts no one wants it no one (laughs) wants it (laughs) to see your 13 part azalea no and I, when I saw Azalea Banks in Miami, and when, which was mostly waiting three hours for her to come on stage, I kept my phone in my pocket. Hell yes. Thank you. And you know what? The story is better for it. I'm like, I have this fun Azalea Banks story, and I don't have to, you know, I don't have to, like, ruin it with all these clunky, janky videos because I actually remember seeing it because I was there. Yeah. I was watching it. I wasn't watching my phone. You don't have to take up the gigs yeah. on the phone. Um. Oh, wait, that was insane when she's like, so someone is writing in the sky and it's like hearts and she's like, you go, girl, or whatever to it. Okay, here it is. It is such a romantic notion to me to think that there may be this man up there in the sky flying around in the shape of a heart trying to send messages of love. Thank you. We are picking up what you are putting down. I love that just groovy, it like is her character in Charlie's Angels. But to this photo, to me, I was like, it actually does. At first I was like, well, this guy was just like paid to write a heart in the sky. But I, then I was like, I, I. You think he was joyriding? I think he was joyriding, yeah. I, I don't think you just joyride if you're a skywriter. I feel like that, whatever that like smoke is, that like polluting fume that they use is probably quite expensive, especially <laughs> these days with inflation and the war in Ukraine. Okay. And the gas prices? And the, <laughs> have you seen the plane prices? <laughs> I just, I, I Would don't know you propose in the sky? No, because if the skywriter died, it would really be so awful. That's just, where you go first, not just like it's embarrassing. Yeah, as you know, I have a lot of like anxiety about plane crashes, and it's like, and I don't know if you remember, but and like, yet, and yet, you turned away from me on a turbulent flight. That was before I had anxiety. When about plane I was crashes. vomiting, that, that was seventeen <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and you need to let it go. Um, I did quickly want to just mention back to that the the new wife, the Vogue wife. Mm-hmm. A, they got married in Nantucket. B, Ugh. she was previously engaged to a Winklevoss. Oh, disgusting. I know. Wait, so Drew has to now, like, co-parent, and I'm sure there's, like, this group, like, their texts are so tense, where she's, uh. like, she's, like, oh, like, what are Drew's kids' names? Like, they're not so... They're not cr- that weird. I feel like they are kind of, like, honor A little and bit boat. hippie. Oh, a little bit hippie, but not that weird. Um, And she's, like, oh, like... Boats, you know, Honor's backpack is, is here. But I, yeah, Honor okay. is right. Boat's honor's right, like, right. oh, I forgot to give you Honor's backpack. And like Vogue is like, it's cool. I got him a tote. Oh, <laughs> I hate I her. Hate to be engaged to a Winklevoss? Fuck this bitch. No, I know. I. It's like, ugh, murderous. But yet Drew is still being so positive and finding hearts 
she's finding hearts and everything. Well, you know, at this point, she has to. You know, the bread tag. Oh, you know, that was something that actually tickled me. Because yeah, I know. never noticed Never that. thought about that. And so did she. I've seen these for many years. <laughs> yes. so this is the, the tag around bread. So if you guys, yeah, I don't know who here goes, like, raise your hand if you go to the supermarket, okay? You ever buy bread in a little plastic bag? And then it has this tag. And it's so true that, I mean, we can be across the aisle, you know, disagree about politics. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know the bread tag. <laughs> Okay, whether you're buying Dave's bread or Wonder Bread, okay, Ezekiel or Panera Brand, bread alone <laughs> or some bakery, in New Jersey. Um, I'm kind of a bread alone girl, I have to say. I am also a bread alone girl. It's always kind of the best that I can find at the at the association. They bread. have really. I'm kind of waiting the for the bread al- dough, the bread alone doc. Ooh, the like a huge expose, and it yeah, turns out like, like traffic child labor into what was supposed to be a hippie like right. sourdough haven, and it turns out that like all their flour is actually just like refiltered, just like disposed of like Canadian flour, and it's so mass brothers, and they're just melting down like all of this used trash flour and putting it into like <laughs> melting flour, and it's Anne Hathaway like melting all this flour and like pouring like gasoline into it. Um, please someone make that expose. Anyway, she's talking about the tag here. I've seen these for so many years. I've handled them. <laughs> just like, I've, hand- I've, I've handled which them. Which is very celebrity to be like, oh I've actually opened bread before. <laughs> Twisted things and clamped these on. One day, the heart appeared. It's been there all along. It was waiting for me to find it. Mm. I was waiting for us. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? On the way to the studio to record this episode. Did you find one? I literally looked up at the, like, subway ad in the subway um <laughs> and it was like this thing that was like i heart ny go thing it yeah. was like it was like an ad for the mta that was like on the subway but they were using a heart and i was literally like like flipping through the book lifted my head up my eyes met a heart right there that's and spiritus. i was, it was no it was crazy spiritus i was like hearts are really everywhere love is all around love us. love is and not just love is love but love is Everywhere, well, you know, and God is love, and I've said this many times. God is in us on my on my faith based <laughs> podcast with your sibling and lover, <laughs> yeah, Glennon style. <laughs> Both siblings and lovers are welcome on my pod, and I say this all the time: God is love, and God is all around us. And people say, "Oh, do I have to go to a church? You know, do I have to pray? Do I have to memorize a rosary?" Da da da. I was in the church, you know, it was very very negative, mm. and I say, God is here. So don't you worry about him because he, he will, will find always be you here. and he yes okay. he will always he be will here. always and be he's here. actually just waiting for you to find him. Well, and I think actually recently it was Saint Anthony's Day, mm-hmm. and he is the saint of finding things. It's a, like a kooky Italian holiday. Yes. Oh, right. And I that's I see. I went on a scavenger hunt actually, sponsored by Slate. Um, <laughs> Um, all around Brooklyn, I discovered new neighborhoods I'd never even heard of. That's so fun. Borum Hill. Borum Hill, Hill. Cobble Hill. Cobble Hill. Cobble Slope. And it was so fun. You know, because my grandmother, she also say, I'll pray to say, you know, we say, oh, Nana, you know, I, I can't find, you know, my journal. Yeah. I can't find my guitar. Slate, right? he, that, oh, yeah. she had one. She was one of the first female Slate producers. Oh my God. And they actually, they, they fired her and she just sat at her desk she said, I'm, I'm, not, not going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The first Slate Culture Gab Fest was produced by your grandmother, yeah. 1946. Angelina Murata. You, and, and she's erased. <laughs> she's absolutely erased. Yeah, if you go to Slate.com. Erased. Right. If you go to the Slate Museum <laughs> in Annapolis. Because there. there was a lot of hate against Italian American podcast producers. No, a lot has changed. We, a, we've really come a long <laughs> yeah. way in this industry, but we still have work to do. Absolutely, and the we work never stops. Are doing the work. <laughs> this I this photo that Stephen just brought up. It's a paw and a bone, so it is a dog. And I am actually about to reference a different um, photo. <laughs> okay, her so, dog, her so cat. Occasionally, or do- I have to say. 
it's a little where's Waldo where I'm looking at the photo and I'm like, I actually don't see the heart. Do you see the heart here? So, so what a, we're looking at, we're looking at one paw, it's pretty, fur, it's pretty blurry. two bones. The paw next to his fluffy paw. So the bones are arranged in like a like two sides of a triangle, and I guess that might, might be where the heart is. But to me, that's just like a you know, that's like a a carrot. You know, that's like the little hat, like the a circumflex. It's just like two sides of a triangle. Is this the heart? And I'm pointing to just like a piece of. Oh, it's like funny. a light on the floor. Yeah, it's really hard to see. It's kind of like, I feel like you thought that photo was cool, Drew, with the fur and the light. Yeah, she kind of thought it was a trippy photo. And she's like, yeah, I'm actually not just taking a pet photo. I'm just taking a half fur photo. Yeah. And her cat is named Ben, which is so random. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to say, I do kind of like just like super normal. No, I think names. that's actually kind of. I, like, I used cool. to think it was stupid, and now I think it's so actually fucking radical I and do cool. Think it's really fucking radical and cool. Just to be like, this is my cat, John. Okay, wait, I had this idea um, that if I got a cat, I should name it Stephen. <laughs> And then it's like a portrait of you on your bed with your big Persian Stephen under your Stephen painting. And again, black and white photographer in New York Times Magazine. Stephen with his cat. Stephen. Also with a V. You're like, it's Stephen with a V. V. Same. And then people are like, oh, but the cats with a PH are like, absolutely not. Well, now you have to. I mean, I've been saying this forever. You have to get a cat. I really need a cat. And we'll talk about that in my next apartment. Totally, totally. Um, any other... Oh, there's another... She's like, again, so celebrity, so many pets. When she calls in this book her dog a funny little mama. <laughs> <laughs> funny little mama. And it's just sleeping and she's like, ugh, you funny little mama. <laughs> But yeah, oh, I guess my one more kind of note on this book in photography, it feels like freshman year to me, art school, someone comes in and they're so excited and they took photos with their iPhone 4 because it's 2005 and mm-hmm. they did filters and they printed them out and they think it's like a genius and then they bring it to crit and it just gets ripped ripped apart and yeah. like after class they're the like devastation. they're at Chipotle just like yeah. kind of call back yeah. cry just being like crying and being like I love photography I thought and everyone's right. like someone's comforting her but some people are like still like I would be the one being like is she fucking serious like yeah. bringing in iPhone photos yeah and you you would have torn her up but now I think I have a little more age on that and yeah say, but i look, think you still would have said that like it was pretty um simplistic simplistic and amateur amateur to just be like i found hearts and things yeah and to do it on your phone and be right because like where is the technique ultimately yes i mean now it's too easy it's too easy it's simply too easy um, okay but other question do you remember i'm sure you do the art that i made in high school because it's still framed in my bedroom in boston that's like all disposable camera photos of television. And then I cut up the photos and like rearrange them in like a crazy mosaic. Oh, that? Yeah. I didn't even realize that was cut up photos of television. Yeah, because I was so like media studies. Wow, <laughs> media studies. Because the assignment was like our art teacher gave us all disposable camera and was like, make anything. And I was just like, I'm going to take photos of yes, TV that. because that is like what I'm so inspired by. Well, I want you to bring back that piece and your painting of J-Lo. Okay, we'll post it in the Slack. We'll post it in the Slack. And then, of course, I mean, there was my high school final project, the Cindy Sherman, which just began my current career of just dressing up as women. Right. (laughs) Um, Where I did characters. Yeah. Um, Characters. And, yeah. So, actually, we love photography. Celebrity Book Club. Click. How, How does, does she, she live? live? What does she eat? What does, what does she, she wear? wear? What does she eat? Let's what does there. she eat? I mean, in As this book, said. we have 
pancakes, bagels, fish market. Chicken, breaded chicken. chicken. She's getting a good mix. A lot of protein in there. I think she's getting really good proteins. I think she eats carbs when they're good. Like she's like, yes, pancake mornings. I, I did watch a new episode recently of the Wait, home, the home edit. edit. I, okay. Where, <laughs> where they re, okay. The home edit of CBC rec. It's these two gals from Nashville who organize like one room. <laughs> At a time episode. in people's houses. It's the most absolutely demented shoe. <laughs> Fatabs is insane because they organize her show test kitchen. The show test kitchen. So it's not even the kitchen that's like on camera. It's like the backstage kitchen. And it's not even kitchen. her kitchen. And no, it's really not her kitchen either. It's the kitchen that her like chief food segment producer uses. I mean, I gotta say, they did really need it. Oh, absolutely. Because it had so much like free, like faux Le Creuset, like yeah. all in one. No, ev- every like whatever random Great Jones is sending them a gazillion like forest green matte all in one pan. And Drew started, I mean, she's always emotional, yeah. but she started crying, sobbing <laughs> when they revealed it. She and sells was, it. What did she say? She was like, and I'm. She's in this like big suit with like a pocket watch or something. I know, yeah. She's now like in full zoot suit territory. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I mean, okay, all like female celebrities now are always doing glam suits as you so yes. astutely said on the Tina Brown, Tina Brown Zendaya episode, in a suit. How every like 90% of just like big budget fashion editorial now is Zendaya in a suit. Wide like widest to the leg. Huge. It's yellow. It's power colors. Yes. It's open. Yeah. And and Drew was in just like this four piece suit, like <laughs> yeah. with like like pocket watches being being so like the Penguin Gotham. Like, <laughs> no, like, okay. It's Dick Tracy. It's <laughs> it's Penguin o'clock. Um, and like especially like if you're like on TV because there's this like I don't know there's some and like I see this all the time with like comedians who go on late night shows and like or it's or very like Amber Ruffin like that oh, and she's yeah. always fully Colonel Sanders and it's just like every it's just everyone's just like well like now women can wear suits but we're still gonna be glam about it and we're gonna have huge bows and like well they're adding because I think in the nineties they're with. When it was like Demi Moore in a suit, smoking a cigar, looking the cover of Esquire. I'm just making this cover up, but <laughs> <laughs> love that cover. Yeah. Well, you're thinking of the Katie Lang cover where is it Demi who's shaving her? That oh that yes, there, it's or? Demi and or, no, it's Katie and Cindy Crawford on yes. Vanity Fair. Yes, 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 yes Tina, yes. Tina, <laughs> <laughs> gotta give it to her. Um, but that's Katie Lang's a huge lesbian. I'm talking about like straight women, right, in suits. And I think that was more they were putting them just like a classic men's black blazer. Yes, and it was being cool and it was being more about like smoking jacket, like pseudofibes, like, isn't that cool? And like now it's this big primary color push. Yeah. And it, the primary color push and then also the like more like it's wide. Like, wide the bows. It's like a 70s lip, but then all the bows. Oh, yeah, I know. We could chill with the bows. You would think, you know, it's funny as I do feel like Melania, like our most stylish, like first lady ever, like was like People like pretended to hate her, but like her style is still being so influential, and like everyone's the still big, dressing her like pink her. Suit. Her pink suit, and her big bows, and like oh, I sorry, forgot jackets about that. with text on them. I like, forgot that huge the pussy bow, the pussy bow. Yeah, I mean, not that she wasn't following a trend. But yeah, I'm I was just like, like, wasn't that coat from Zara? Yeah, okay. but I'm, I'm, but I am just like a little bit like you know, if people really hated her, then they then she would be killing those trends, and she's not right. Okay, what does Drew? Oh, how does she live? How does she live? Is it messy? Because you want to say she's so, like, lived in. And there are so yes, many little bowls of bits and bobs. And she's so, like, keys bowl everywhere. Keys bowls and, like, Sardinian plates. and the Sardinia rage with you today. <laughs> <laughs> Book a flight already. You're obsessed. I wish. But again, flights these days are expensive. Um... I guess okay. Wooden blinds. I guess it's like I'm. I'm wondering. Right. I think the wooden blinds is interesting because you're now putting her more in this like, mm, like, cozy like Philadelphia, New England space or something. I know that Philadelphia's not New England, but I'm like, <laughs> I guess because I'm just like, it's like how Nancy Myers is it and how Cream Couch is it, and I'm like, that is what I can't figure out. Yeah. Is it Cream Couch or not? Okay. I was about to say. I feel like it's there's or is one... it this like deep dark? I was gonna say. Blue. I feel like it's. I think she just got. In the most recent few years, a low, huge velvet sectional. Yep, thank you. And that and is that, bow. 
I mean, maybe she also just has that on the show. And is Bo? Like, she's wearing bows and is... Oh, oh, oh I was literally yeah. just about to say, that's Zendaya in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, she recently converted her living room to Zendaya in a suit and got a low velvet big couch. And, because, I mean, obviously there's, like, a New York and an L.A. Yeah. Um, And I think there are, there is, like, a... I think a the New-, New York is actually just sadder and more, like, selling sunset in this way, where there's just, like... Gold, like, is West Elm and gold and, like, <laughs> yeah. a very low pile, like, gray rug and, like, light gray floors and it's boring. Is it's there for, like, meetings. Yeah. And, like, L.A. is where we're, like, the kids go crazy and... And, like, I think it is a little bit more, like, you know, uh, like, little steps and French doors and, like, big yard and there's more of a country vibe to it. Yeah. So, I mean, her show, this one based off, is so, like, here's my big, like, mid-century desk. Yeah. Okay, high bed or low bed? I think it's low. High bed New York, low bed LA. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Because New York, right, she's being more hotel about it and yeah. needs it to be like covered in so many pillows and like yeah. sleep mask. I need 13 hours. Because she's like, I-, I need 13 hours because I'm waking up at like 4 a.m. to shoot my show and like there's so many chargers. And the other LA is a little more like kids. Ben, the cat, is g- just hopping in there super There is fast. chargers in LA too, but they're, it's <laughs> yeah, a different, in, a, in a different way. <laughs> And like there, I feel like there are closets that are like there are some pantries that are so celebrity organized. And then she's opening up, just being like, "I need to focus on this." And well, she's calling the home edit. She's calling the home over. edit. And they're coming over, and then of course it's like office with so much like et- weird ET dolls. <sighs> okay, who are you in the book? So I was thinking that maybe I am what I'm calling the German girl. So there's this photo of a girl's ass. Um, <laughs> And she's in like a dirndl. She's in like an Oktoberfest little like uh, little skirt with like the the high socks and the corset. And then there's two like hearts, like on embroidered hearts, on the like white tulle like skirt. I guess when I saw this, I instantly was like, "Oh, this is like hot topic fruit scroll." But now I realize how German it is. Yeah, because um, I love Europe. So I was thinking maybe I'm her. But then I was like, "Am I cemetery girl?" When she takes photo of that heart shaped gravestone, because I do love going to cemeteries. But then I was like, "Is Lily cemetery girl?" Because you're so like pinhole photography, pinhole. smoking a blunt in the cemetery in high school vibes. Okay, I think I am this like back of a building that's oh, a little more nineties. This is 80s. so what we were Decre- talking about. Yeah, urban decrepit, urban, decrepit urban decay. Where are our malls? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Capitalism. Watch it break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're that. I'm German girl. Done. Done. Another book in the books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what? Oh I God. give you this book five <laughs> vintage Kodak um boxes that you're buying on ebay yeah, a film out of five i give it maybe four of those remember those polaroids that was like the iZone camera that i had oh and they come out as like a, a sticker, sticker. Oh, so cool i give it four out of five iZone stickers um you know it is pretty random and some of the pictures are i've not even seen the heart and uh, the lighting <laughs> is pretty as we discussed it's not like so wildly like compelling it doesn't like, jump out however the concept is there. I do love how unpretentious it is. I love and... how unpretentious. I love her um, fierce desire to be random as fuck yeah. consistently. Yeah. And her... not give a hoops. Well, and this is why her and Cameron Diaz are best friends. And, like, she, I mean, her career has had so many turns and the fact that she's also committed to her insanely random like positive talk show yeah she just fully has like she's kind of like barreled through like all it's like busy phillips couldn't hack it like busy phillips was like desperately trying to do this like topical contemporary show with like so many like fluorescent lights and like this urban outfitter set also a big yellow suit and being so big yellow suit and everyone was like being so pussy bow on there and she's like and i'm so excited to like have this latest like comedian's new hulu plus oh my god like bay what's the margarita rage today and was like Right, because I think at the end of the day, like, Busy Phillips is totally kooky and a chica, but, like, Drew is absolutely, like, 
kooky as all hell and it is like a weird 70s talk show and, and like it's yeah, not normal it's not normal whereas busy phillips is too modern and too like normally yeah. insecure in a social media way and being like but first marks but first like, marks and is it's very self-conscious and like drew is kind of just like i've been through it all like i can do whatever i want she is a funny mama <laughs> yeah no she's a f- absolute funny mama so find the funny mama um in everything in everything <laughs> Um. Okay. Well. Best. <laughs> best. <laughs> Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Project. The show is produced by Benjamin Frisch with editorial support from Leon Nafak, Andrew Parsons, Arlene Arevalo, and Madeline Kaplan. Our production manager is Persia Berlin, and oh boy, does she manage. Our intern is Noah John. Hello. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. Artwork by Teddy Blanks. And yes, honey, art is work at Chips and Y. Follow us on Twitter at CBC The Pod. And honey, that's our Instagram handle too. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. So I'm talking Apple. I'm talking Spotify. I'm talking Stitcher. I'm talking iHeartRadio. Okay. They've got an app too. Look it up. Leave us a review. And when I say leave us a review, that's not just something I say. I'm being serious because I go check those reviews and I'm like, wow, no new reviews. Guess you guys aren't putting in the work like we are. This is a this is a push and pull. It's a give and take. I want you to give a little bit, all right? Don't forget to tell your friends about us. And when you tell you, be like, hey, listen to the pod and then write a review. And then you're going to want to go over to patreon.com slash cbcthepod and you'll get access to everything that you really want. That's what the VIP lounge is all about. Catch you on the flip side, clubberinos. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.